0: Previously on the Harry Strange Radio Drama.
1: The Israelis will blame the Muslims and use this opportunity to attack Iran, Syria, and Jordan. Iran will return fire, no doubt causing Israel to escalate to nuclear warfare. And that is where it all comes together. The ancient texts, as well as my own research, allude to the three most likely regions for the seal of Gog and Magog. Based on my knowledge and the research of Syrian scholars... I think it is located here, at the base of the Euphrates Dam in Syria.
2: What keeps these elder gods from devouring the faithful?
1: The sacrifice of the whore and the champion of the angels. The whore and? Harry Strange.
3: No time, lover. Throw some pants on and get out. Ledge to fire escape. It's the police, and I can't have you getting caught.
4: Fiona was moving fast. I've never had a woman get me into my clothes as quickly as she was doing.
5: <laughs> the door!
4: Go!
3: There isn't anyone in the courtyard.
4: We're on the 20th floor.
3: Don't be such a wuss. Ledge to fire escape, now!
4: I gotta get a better travel agent. Fiona closed the window behind me.
6: As long as Lilith and the other ones still live, feel free to take your pound of flesh.
1: Oh, at least a pound, Ethan. At the very least.
3: Sir Dale, no!
7: Oh! I will feast on your entrails.
6: You're a demon.
3: <laughs> Please. Demon is so dark ages. We prefer dark angels.
6: No. Back demon. Toribus Ordinantis. Pontifex Reasumter.
3: Oh, hell no. You will not exercise me. Give me that tongue. <laughs> now look what I did. How am I going to get any information from you if your tongue is in my hand? Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm going to need your head
1: and your hand. I'm going to enjoy watching the old gods eat you, Mr. Strange. Take him to the interrogation room.
2: Well, Carmen, as rescues go, I'd say that one was underwhelming. He'll be back.
8: Harry
9: has a plan.
2: I know he does. (laughs) Hope springs
9: eternal in the desperate and the foolish. I recognized him from a year ago. He was wearing a raincoat. He said he would save me. He said he could get me out of this hell. But he was the reason they took me. I woke in a hospital bed. Both of my hands were encast. My face was sore from the surgery. I felt stitches on both cheeks. I was in a wheelchair. My arms and legs were held in place by Velcro fasteners. I hear snatches of conversation. Outside. Just left her here. She had dark hair. looked like an old Monte Carlo. Are those her
1: fingers? I hope you don't think your angel is going to save you. I've ordered the acolytes to go outside the building and put up a circle of protection. Nothing enchanted, good or evil, is getting in or out of here. What do you say to that? <laughs> oh, strange. I've got Straga and very soon the Elder Gods. The world will bow to the power I possess, and it will be all because of your sacrifice. Thank you, Mr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And now, the season finale of the Harry Strange radio drama. Lace was in the headquarters of the
10: robes for an hour when the four acolytes stepped out of the building. They were carrying buckets that smelled as if they contained goat's blood. When they split up, I followed one around the side of the building. Even though the noise of the rain masked the sound of my wings beating, the acolyte sensed something and kept looking over his shoulder. It never occurred to him to look up. When he reached the back of the building, he placed his bucket on the ground. Then he took a brush from his backpack. Oh man, it it was goat's blood. The smell almost knocked me out of the sky. Goat's blood could only mean one thing. They were going to block anything magical from getting in or out. That wasn't happening on my watch. My razor head, an arrow made from the steel of nactar, pierced the acolyte's head at the base of his skull. When it exited the front of his head, a hunk of gray matter was attached to it. I flew around the building and shot the other acolytes. Each was dead before he hit the ground. Three down. The fourth acolyte was missing. I circled the building again. I had to find him before he sounded an alarm. Irish Spring Soap? I spun around. Ew! The acolyte squirted me with goat's blood. That was nasty! You do know that stuff only works once the circle is complete, right? With a surprised look on his face, I assumed the answer was no. I cut his throat before he could scream. His blood was much sweeter than the goat's blood. I gathered up all four bodies and took them to the cave Lace and I were using as a camp. I was back at the order a few seconds later. Something seemed out of place. There was a car and two SUVs parked across the street. Everything was quiet, but my intuition was screaming.
4: Magic and magical people, the unnatural order is all around us. There are white witches, black witches, demons, vamps, werewolves, shapeshifters, ghosts. It's a protoplasmic party of creature features out there. But unless you know where to look, You won't find them. I know where to look. My name is Harry Strange. About 36 hours ago, I was standing on the ledge of the Hotel Bella Rome. A few minutes earlier, my girlfriend? Friend with benefits? The most sensual woman I've ever known tossed me out of her room because the police were at her door. That she put me on the ledge, 20 stories up, didn't bother her at all. Me, on the other hand... I see the fire escape. Just a few more feet. The cars look like miniatures. Oh man, I shouldn't look down again. Makes the vertigo worse. My head feels like a helium-filled balloon. Almost there. Did you know the wind never stops blowing up here? And the building sways. Well, maybe that swaying is my inner ear trying to keep me stable. Speaking of which, I need to start finding girlfriends who are more stable.
11: Yes, you do, Harry Strange.
4: Whoa, Gabriella, The hell? Are you trying to kill me?
11: I think we're beyond that. Anyway, you already fell.
4: What? No, I didn't.
11: It was right about the time you were looking at the cars. You tumbled right over the side. Sorry. You left a stain about a half block long.
4: But I thought I couldn't die.
11: Well, technically you can't. But without my intervention, you would have spent the rest of your life in a specimen jar. Researchers would study the undying cells of Harry Strange for a very long time. I put Humpty together again. A serious rules violation.
4: Thanks. You've been saving my sorry ass often recently. You've
11: been getting into more trouble.
4: Like now. It wasn't my idea to climb out here.
11: I didn't mean Theofiona. I meant the Order. I know it's in your heart, Harry Strange, and I'm here to warn you. You are interfering with things well beyond the purview of the champion. There are those in heaven who want Sordeo to succeed. If Elder Gods are what it takes to get the war rolling, then so be it.
4: Which war might this be?
11: The only one. The war between demons and angels, the dark and the light.
4: And those angels are willing to kill millions of humans in the process? We
11: don't fight for human bodies. We fight for human souls.
4: The crazies have Carmen.
11: They always do. There's always a Carmen, Tasha, Emily, Luna, Maria, or Maddie for you. And your enemies know that. Women, the ones you care about are the way your enemies always pierce your armor. Harry, consider what I ask. Walk away. Sordeo will not have a champion, my champion, to sacrifice. He cannot break the seal without you.
4: You will find another way. The fanatics always do.
11: Not anytime soon.
4: I have to save Carmen.
11: Again with the women. I implore you, my champion. Let
4: this one go. I would do anything for you, Gabriella. But I can't allow Carmen to be tortured and eventually murdered because of me.
11: I could have left you as a stain in the street.
4: But you didn't. You could have let me die in the vampire's nest. But you didn't. You saved me because you believed it was the right thing to do. Let me save Carmen because it's the right thing to do. Harry,
11: I haven't been completely honest with you.
4: You are my father?
11: Not exactly. Exactly. You were foretold, well, not you exactly, a champion will rise-
4: I know. The ancients wrote about me. That's pretty sweet. Except
11: for the part about the champion dying to save his love.
4: Wait, wait, wait. I didn't think I could die.
11: Only under very specific circumstances. Being beheaded by an angel or demon, or by the will of God,
7: or-
4: The Morning Star. No. A cherub. Son of a bitch. You again.
7: Be gone from my sight, Gabriella. You have said
4: too much. Gabriella, wait! Don't listen to-
7: She is already gone, Harry Strange. She knows to obey the will of the cherub, the most innocent and powerful of all the angels of the Lord.
4: That's just groovy. I suppose you're here to tell me not to go after Carmen.
7: We don't care. We haven't any interest in the outcome of these events. However... Since the angels in heaven are split on how they want this to end, we have forbidden any divine intervention. There will be no deus ex machina for you this time.
4: Heaven is split? What does God say about all that? I'd think he's the final decision maker.
7: He's more of a concept guy. We are the implementers.
4: And then I was alone on the ledge.
2: Lieutenant Johnson, sir, it's Agent Forrest from the FBI.
4: What the hell
1: does he want? I'm up to my ass in enraged, lapsed Catholics.
2: He says it's about the avenging Angel
1: serial killer. Oh, that's just perfect. Let me guess, she's heading for Night Falls.
8: Yes, sir. Their computer models figured out where she is heading and they all point to here. Why here? Because she knew Harry Strange, sir.
6: What? I've got officers in ten states out looking for him. The Italian consulate is supposed to get back with me, and you're telling me a woman who has killed at least 12 men in 12 months is coming here to kill Strange? Why did I ever
1: leave the bomb squad? At least there you know what you're up
6: against. Fine. Let me talk to Agent Forrest, is it? I'll transfer him now.
4: I gotta give you props, Sordeo. You're the most foul and vile being, and I'm including naturals and unnaturals in that list that I've ever met. Of course you would think I'm foul. You are a demon sympathizer. Is that so? Let's take a look at the scoreboard, shall we? I've slain nolf demons, vampires, minor demons, the Dark Dawn, werewolves, evil witches, laid hundreds of ghosts to rest. Oh, and I killed Amara. What's your batting average, buddy?
1: Impressive, strange. But I'm just now stepping up to the plate. The amount of evil I destroy will be, as they say, one for the record books.
4: But you're aligning the Catholic Church with two evil elder gods, and you're going to throw Carmen and I into the belly of the beast. That's pretty damn foul.
1: All things serve the Lord.
4: How the hell does forsaking God for two evil elder gods, whom he probably imprisoned, serve him? Oh my God. You are... That's too twisted.
1: It's a double cross. "'You're gonna try and trick!' "'Did the chimpanzee have a flash of my brilliance? "'You and Sister Judith were the only ones "'to come close to understanding it all. "'Sister Judith is dead, and no one will believe you.'
4: "'The door to the torture room opened, "'and Brother Cavalier stepped inside. "'His face was pale, and he haltingly stepped towards Sordeo. "'I tried to listen. "'Sordeo's brow crinkled.
1: "'Do excuse me, Strange.' Something has come to my attention.
4: As soon as Sordeo and Cavalier left the room, I started working on the plastic tie holding my wrists together. I shook the chair, hoping to get some leverage to assist with the tie. Unfortunately...
1: Ah, crap.
4: Now I was laying face up with my back on the ground. The chair had tipped over, but not with enough force to break it.
1: We found him like this, Brother Sordeo. We don't know who took his head and hands. It's Bishop Ethan. Who else has seen him like this? Just a few of the acolytes. Have one of their eyes removed as a warning. Their eyes? You're right, Cavalier. That's not sending the correct signal. Pick one of them and cut out his tongue. Warn the others the same will happen to him if he talks. No one has said anything yet. I know. This assures us that none of them ever will. Do those monitor everything? Does the vicar of the order know about these monitors? Don't you have a task to tend to, Brother Cavalier? Yes, sir. Cavalier, do you smell something? I mean, other than Ethan's blood. Uh, no, uh, yes. Is that sulfur? I believe it's brimstone. This is interesting. Look here. The time codes. We are looking at the hallway in front of the dungeon. This is where Strange approaches. Here he spotted the camera. Nice, he flipped us the bird. He is a classy guy. Watch here. He opens the dungeon door and... The time code stopped. At the exact same time. Do you think Strange had something to do with it? Do you think before you speak? This happened after Strange was in the dungeon. With us. The dungeon is filtered so that no magic...
6: Maybe it wasn't magic. Maybe he has an assistant.
1: Brother Cavalier, Harry Strange's assistant is in our dungeon... I would suggest, brother, that you never interrupt me again. Someone else is here. Get some acolytes and search the building. I am going to make sure Strange isn't wandering around.
3: I stood outside the dungeon. I had tried to step from Sordea's office to Lilith, but this was as far as I got. Something inside was blocking my magic. That meant it would be blocking Lilith's magic as well. Time to improvise. Oh, great. The boys are back.
0: Mm,
2: I don't think so. That smells like...
3: Hello,
2: my Lace, how wonderful to see you. Where are Lash and Leather? Leather is
3: guarding the street. Harry Strange killed Lash.
2: Of course he did. Dr. Carmen Strega, Lace is one of my girls. Carmen,
3: I've heard about you. From who? Harry, <laughs> when I was in bed with him. He is quite fond of you, though. Of course, I doubt he'll ever love you the way...
8: Look, sister, I don't know you, and I don't care what you have to say about Harry. So let's just get this rescue underway, and we can all kiss and say goodnight, okay?
3: Struck a nerve, did I? Lilith, don't you have a muzzle or something for your girl? You realize I could tear you in half and use your skin as my mattress. Whatever. Don't turn your back on me. Ah! Ah! Mmm! What was that?
8: Magic circle, genius. I can cross the barrier. You and the Queen cannot. I
3: am, unfortunately, chained to the wall. Your insolence would cost you your tongue if you were on this side of the barrier.
8: Lilith, you may want to put your pet on a
3: leash before she gets burned. You dare... Woman, I
10: will...
8: Suck my soul, eat my entrails, yeah, I know. So, you got a
3: plan, or were you just counting on your winning personality to get us out of here? Us? As I understand it, you're going to be the guest of honor at some feast. Taking you would be like running off with a Thanksgiving turkey. Enough!
2: Lace free me from this place.
4: I had a feeling Sordea would be back shortly. I struggled against the ties. Damn, these things were impossible to brute force apart. From my angle on the floor, I could see my dagger of Yago, Brother Roberto's sword, and my gun in the corner of the room. If I could crawl to them, I could cut the tie. Crap, who was this? All I could see were leather boots and military-style pants bloused in the boots. The person walked over to my weapons and scooped them up. Then they turned and walked toward the door. Hey, who is that? The feet stopped. They turned and walked back towards me. A large hand grabbed the table and pushed it out of the way. Feldwebel Nide of the Swiss Guard looked down at me.
5: Brother Strange.
4: Nide lifted the chair, with me in it, the way you or I would lift a small rock. You
5: always get yourself into trouble.
4: He cut the tie holding my wrists together and I rubbed them, feeling circulation return to my hands. Trouble is my middle name. Did you hear everything? I reached into my robe, under my shirt, and peeled the wafer-thin, pencil-eraser-sized transmitter off my chest. The device was one of the things that fell out of the envelope with the note and keys in it. I dropped it back in Veldweebel Nide's hand. He handed me my weapons.
5: Oberst Roche is sending more Swiss guards to pick up the members of the Council of Thirteen. He gave me eight...
4: Eight? That's half a squad.
5: Yes. Then I told him it was for you... He says that he didn't want any more than eight men dying because of your decisions. The eight all volunteered. That's not right, Nide. We're saving the world here. Eight is what we have. Two are inside the entrances. Anyone entering the building is being detained. Three are holding a brother cavalier. The rest are looking for Sodeo. There's been a murder. What? Who? We are not sure. Male or female? Male. Okay,
4: good. One of the bad guys. I'm going to get Carmen. You guys find Sordeo. Nide, I know we've had some disagreements, but I really appreciate you getting my back on this. All debts are paid tonight, Strange. Yes, they are. Meet me back at the main office in ten minutes.
5: Be careful, Brother Strange. We have picked up traces of demons, Azaz and Lilith in the area. Tonight, the demons better be afraid of me.
3: I don't like this plan. Aww, what's wrong? Is the big bad slut demon scared?
2: Carmen, please. Lace, Carmen and I have a deal. She will honor her end, and I expect you to obey me. Do as Carmen suggests. Yes, my Domina.
8: Okay, I am going to reach as far as I can and rub my foot through the blood. Hopefully breaking the circle.
3: It doesn't take much, just a continuous thin line through the blood. Yes, yes, I've got it. Then I come in and open your chain, you release Lilith, and we all head out. Exactly. Okay. Now.
8: Reaching. Oh, God. Son of a...
2: You can do this, Carmen. Just a little bit more.
3: Almost. Got it. Well... I can't tell if there's a break in the blood. Only one way to find out. I hate this plan. Just try to break it
2: with a finger. How bad can it hurt? It's like every cell in your body is exploding at the same time.
8: Ouch! That's got a
2: sting. Well, hop to it, Lacey. Mm -hmm.
3: Yes! Perfect!
2: Excellent.
3: Come, get these chains off me. This is a heavy chain. This feels like noctar steel.
8: The brothers of the Order using demon steel. Can't say that would surprise me. Bunch of evil bastards that they are. Present company excluded, of course. Of course. Yes! Sweet freedom! Don't worry about the choker part. I'll get that later. Oh, it feels so good to be free!
2: Let's get me out of here now.
8: Yours is going to be a little trickier. I can break the circle. Done. But- Lace, no! What?
2: You cannot touch my chain. It is coated with holy oil and salt. You would go to eternal death.
3: What then? Carmen can barely hold herself up. I mean, how do we get you out?
4: Carmen! You're free!
3: Harry! Oh, it's great to see you. I was
8: so worried about you. I told you he had a plan.
4: You were worried about me? You're trapped inside the belly of the beast and you're worried about me. How sweet. We have to get out of here.
2: Mr. Strange, how nice of you to drop in.
4: The hell did they do to you, Lil? Wait. Fiona? Is that you? Fiona, what are you doing here?
2: Fiona? Theo Fiona, of course.
4: You're one of Lilith's girls. That whole fairy tale about you trying to stop World War Three. It was just a cover to get in here and free your mistress, wasn't it?
3: Okay, yeah, you caught me. I was just trying to save my domina.
2: That's my girl.
4: Well, that's not happening. Sordeo is crazy, but you still belong in here, Lilith. You're a threat to mankind.
2: Oh, Harry,
3: can't you help her for me? Remember that little trick I can do with my...
8: Okay, that's enough of that. Harry, cut Lilith loose. I made a deal.
4: What? Are you kidding?
8: Afraid not, sweet lips. Set me free. No time to wait, Harry. We need to get out of here, please!
1: Son of a
4: bitch!
2: Mm, Mr. Strange, my hero. All debts are paid.
4: You know I'm not letting you stay free.
2: I always look forward to our little dates, Harry. But you may want to watch this.
4: As soon as Lilith stepped out of the circle, her body began to heal. Her arms, which had been burnt and folded in, stretched and began to fill out. The wounds on her back healed. How
8: can that be? He doused you with holy oil! Demons cannot heal from holy oil!
4: Her legs, which had been torn and bruised, regenerated into the great gams she had last time I saw her. Better than that.
2: I'm so much more than just a demon. I was the most favored in all of
4: creation. We so don't have time for an Old Testament history lesson. Carmen, I gotta get you out of here. Follow me. We stood at the front of the maze.
2: Stop! Lace, uh, excuse me, Fiona and I part ways with you here. I'd offer you a lift, but I don't think you want to follow me. Our deal? Is a deal. Clean slate. No retribution from me. Can't say the same about Harry.
4: I'm sure our paths will cross again, Lilith.
2: I'm counting on it.
4: Come on, Carmen, stay close. This maze is a bit tricky.
3: We should go, my Domina. I have a car waiting for us out front.
2: Do you, Fiona? Why would we need a car when we can think our location and be there? Unless you had something waiting for me in that car? I don't know what you're talking about, my Domina. I am here to save you. Mm -hmm. I see. Are you aware that true dark angels don't need to physically possess someone to know what's in their heart? I can just lay my hand on your chest. My
3: Domina, No! Lash is an old tit. Without Lilith giving orders, we are free to follow our instincts. Are you kidding? I don't want to sit anywhere near him. I want to be a freelancer. No alliances, no orders, no more. Oh, Lace, go seduce a sweaty fat guy in the running suit. We need a soul. I want to pick and choose my pretties.
10: You're going to send Lash and Lilith to the eternal death So you can screw who you want? That's a bit over the top. It's not about sex.
3: Well, (laughs) of course it is. But it's also about freedom. We could have that all the time. Do you really want to go back to pastors and priests? Old men who smell like Ben Gay, stale cologne, and desperation?
10: If Lilith finds out, She'll torture us first.
3: Hmm, For a millennium.
10: In the most horrific ways.
3: Do we send the old tit to eternal death and then go after the mother of all whores, Or do you really want to spend eternity licking skin that tastes like menthol and rubbing alcohol? Domina! Lilith! Please! Let me explain! Harry! Please!
8: I gotta take a break! I'm not at my best!
4: Carmen, we're almost out. You can rest on the elevator. I haven't heard from Nide. I don't know what's going on with Sordeo. Okay. Oh, crap! Carmen fell forward, and I stepped back to catch her. I felt the breeze from Sordeo's sword over my head. If Carmen hadn't fallen...
1: You have ruined everything, Strange.
4: But you are going to die. My gun was still in my belt. No time to get it. I raised the sword. It's over, Sordeo. The Swiss Guard is here.
1: You're not getting a pass on this. It's a win if I kill you and Strega.
4: Sordeo was good. And fast. If I could get to my gun, I'd bring this game to an end right now. But Sordeo was keeping the pressure up. Carmen was scooting backwards. I was trying to keep myself between her and Sordeo.
3: Domina,
2: Lilith, please, l- let me explain. What's there to explain? You made a power play. Do you think you're the first of my girls to try that? (laughs) Wiser women than you have tried and failed. Please, Lilith, it wasn't like that. Oh, I know. You just wanted to be free. A lone wolf. I understand, Lace, I really do. I am the same way. Remember, Lace, I was his first. Despite what you may read, I was the first woman of the Bible. None of this helpmate, sidekick crap for me. I was an equal to man, Adam, and God's favorite. He still has a soft spot for me. Never forget that. What happened? Adam didn't want a mate. He wanted a pet with privileges. I am subservient to no man or God. That caused a few issues, really, Lace. If anyone understands about breaking from the big boss in order to be her own woman, it's me. If I were in your position, I would send me to the
3: eternal death before I blink twice. I I, I don't know what to say. <laughs>
2: eternal death? No. But I admire your initiative. You are... Th- but there must be a punishment. <laughs> I mean... Behavior like this
1: can't be encouraged. You're not getting out of here alive.
4: This guy was a machine.
1: I have the power of God on my side.
4: I blocked high. His sword came around and sliced a chunk of my face right under my eye.
1: The first of many cuts, Strange. I am going to enjoy this.
2: What are you going to do to me? It's already begun. What? No! No! Your lush, lovely red hair. It's thinning, turning gray.
3: What have you done?
2: You can hear it in your voice. Your shoulders are starting to hunch. Guess you should have drank more milk, paid more attention to your calcium levels. Please. (sighs) Lilith, no more. Do you feel your pert breasts sagging, stretching, elongating like deflated cow udders? That weakness you feel is your ability to perform spells, magic, and glamouring exiting your body. Please, the eternal death would be more merciful. Hmm, yes, I suppose it would. I've never really been known for my mercy. Look at you. All that was firm is now flabby and fat. <laughs> you were a pert, now you're a pudge. Is it hard to stand, dearie? Let me help you sit. My eyesight is getting dimmer. Did I mention your ability to convert to your demon form is gone? I'm not totally without consideration. Perhaps in a thousand years or so, you can begin your actual penance to me. Oh. Oh, your legendary, some would say, epic sex drive? I'm going to let you keep that. Perhaps you can find work in granny porn.
3: I'll kill you for this. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Perhaps, but not in this millennium. Well, I have to run. I've always hated the smell of menthol and rubbing alcohol. <laughs>
3: no. Don't leave me here.
2: Hello, Leather.
10: Lilith. You're you're free.
2: I am indeed. Tell me, Leather, did you ever meet Niccolo Machiavelli? No. He's considered by some to be the father of political science. He wrote a book about my unique ability to acquire power among the angels and maintain order amongst the other factions.
10: Wow, I didn't know.
2: No, dear. No one does. It was in the 1500s. He couldn't glorify my name. But the prince should have been called the queen. That's
10: fascinating, Lilith.
2: You'd be surprised how many management principles used today are because Nicola was smitten by me. Is any of this making sense to you? Let's try this. Have you seen The Godfather? Mafia movie or something, right? One of the finest ever made. How about the phrase, keep your friends close and your enemies closer?
10: I'm not following any of this, Lilith. I'm sorry.
2: Hmm. Lace was the smart one. Pity. I'm reassigning you. You're going to be my personal assistant. I don't know what to say, Lilith. Probably less is better. Let's call it a night, shall we?
4: Give it up, Sordeo. Even if you win, you're going to jail. The Swiss Guard will be arresting you soon.
1: Those idiots couldn't find their asses even if their heads were jammed in them.
4: I thrust forward, catching Sordeo off guard. I sliced at his arm. Then I looked back at Carmen. She was leaning against the wall, her face deathly white. While I was distracted, Sordeo countered and parried, catching my sword hand, slicing through my thumb. My sword fell out of my hand. I jumped backwards. Sordeo ran forward, too anxious, telegraphing his strike. I sidestepped and brought my elbow down on the back of his neck as he went by. He went down, but only for a second. He turned back and I threw a kick at his leading knee. He dropped to one knee, almost as if he were genuflecting. I walked up to him and knocked the sword out of his hand. Finish it.
1: Be the murderer we know you are.
4: With my left hand, I grabbed the front of his robe. His head leaned back as if my elbow smash had affected the muscles in the back of his neck. I drew my other hand back into an eagle claw. All I could think about was driving his septum into his brain. He'd be dead in less than three seconds. My hand started moving towards Sordeo. Everything happened as if it were in slow motion. The base of his nose, my hand, his brain. It would be over in less time than it takes to blink.
8: Harry, no. You're the good guy.
4: At the last second, my hand turned into a fist and I hit him at that sweet spot under the jaw. His eyes rolled back into his head. I knocked him out. I dropped him to the ground and watched his chest rise and fall for a few seconds. I walked over to Carmen and lifted her.
8: I knew you were the good guy.
4: I started carrying Carmen. I was pretty sure she was out cold. I heard what sounded like a giant rat, or several of them. I turned, ready to face whatever trap Sordeo may have put in here. A sudden reek of brimstone filled the maze. Four small beings with giant heads and two rows of very sharp teeth stepped out of the shadows. Imps. Sordeo was just coming around when he saw the imps approaching him. Two grabbed his arms, the other two grabbed his legs.
1: What abominations are these? No! No! Strange! Help me!
4: At first, I thought they were going to pull him apart. Instead, they pulled him into the shadows.
1: No! Not here! I did everything I was supposed to! No! Not her! Anyone but her!
4: I swear, I thought I heard... Lilith laughing.
5: Brother Strange! Are you okay? We've been lost... uh, looking for you in the maze. We'll be fine. I'm going to get her out of here. The emergency medevac is on the main level. We are going to see if there's anyone left down there.
4: Okay, just watch out for the rats in here. They're huge. Carmen was in the back of the Swiss Guard medevac truck. The overall prognosis was good. Nide's team came out of the building carrying someone on a makeshift stretcher. I took out my dagger holding it close to my side.
5: Who's that? We don't know. We found her wandering the maze. She must have been a prisoner of the Order, or Sodeo. The woman on the stretcher
4: was older than anyone I'd ever seen. Her hand, little more than a skeleton with a layer of skin stretched over it, reached out for my wrist and squeezed tighter than seemed possible. Poor thing. She must have been terrified. I stroked her hand gently and pulled
5: away. We are going to take her to the sisters of Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow. They'll take good care of her.
4: Indeed. Has she said anything?
5: Not a word. Curious.
4: I watched them put her into the back of the medevac truck.
8: Just once, Harry. Would you please be on time? Harry! Wow. You look quite dapper this evening. Is that Italian silk?
4: It is. And you're a vision. Have you always been this easy on the eyes? You even make that cane look good.
8: Don't try to smooth me, pal. We're going to be late.
4: I'm being sincere. Your face is pretty much bruise-free. And you're barely limping. Relax. Be more like me. You don't see me sweating this.
8: Time may not matter much in the land of the champions, but for us humans, it's a big deal. And for the record, Harry, when have you ever been relaxed?
4: I am now. You're safe, the order is under new management, and all is right with the world. Lieutenant Johnson has his two finest outside the door. It's a wonderful day.
8: I'm flattered. I made the top of your list.
4: You're always at the top of my list. Before we go, I want to show you something.
8: Harry! Seven o'clock!
4: It's really not necessary to tap your wrist. You don't even wear a watch. But if you don't want to see the gift I got for you...
8: Well, I guess if we're going to be late, a gift would soften the blow. Let's see. What is it?
4: What is it? You have to open it. I watched Carmen turn the thin, rectangular box over. Finally, she found the button.
8: Harry! Wow! This is... I don't know what to say!
4: It's been a hell of a year. You've more than proven yourself to me. Even the Vicar of the Order grudgingly thanked you for your help in bringing down Sordeo and his faction. And the sacrifices you made. No more sidekick status for you.
8: I was never your sidekick. But I'm flattered, Harry. This means a lot. Are you expecting someone? We have plans!
4: I know we do. Seven o'clock. You tapped your wrist. I'll see who it is. I mean, it's... Not like demons ring the doorbell.
8: True enough.
4: Everything happened at once. I saw the two police officers laying on the ground, their throats cut and their blood was pooling around them. I saw the gun barrel, then the flash. No! Son of a bitch. Someone had shot me in the stomach.
9: You, the partner. This is wonderful. I thought I was going to have to hunt you down later.
4: She had Carmen in the chest at point-blank range. I drew my gun.
9: No! You can't still be alive!
4: You, Emily. I remember you from Trails End, the waitress. Why are you doing this? We saved you! If you hadn't
9: walked into my life that day, I wouldn't have needed saving. You're like the angel of the darkness. Just you saying hi to someone makes them the target of demons and nightmares. I am here to avenge everyone your proximity has offended.
4: None of that is Carmen's fault. I couldn't tell if Carmen's chest was moving.
9: I spent a year in a state-run hospital because of you and her. Did you ever think to check on me and see how I was doing? I was attacked in that place. You could have gotten me out of there. My son died in foster care because I wasn't there to raise him.
4: I can help you, Emily.
9: Help me? That ship has sailed, Squarejaw. I've left bodies from here to Trail's End. The only help I'm going to get is an armful of potassium chloride.
4: Please, Emily. Let's get Carmen to the hospital.
9: Your partner? Forget it. She gets nothing. She's as reckless as you are. Her little magic trick in your car, the one to shut me up, did something to me. It put something in my brain.
4: Carmen's head tilted to the side. Her eyes were closed and she wasn't moving. I stepped away from the wall I was hiding behind. (sharp) Emily took the shot. It was high and caught me in the shoulder. Stung like a thousand hornets biting at the same time. But that was my plan. Emily's gun was empty and she had to reload. I charged the kitchen, gun (sharp) belated. You're right. You're gonna die for the people you killed. I caught her high in the chest. She fell backwards. I kept shooting, watching her body twitch with every hit. I tried to save you, Emily. I could have helped you now, but you had to keep shooting. I dropped my gun and ran to Carmen. I cradled her head in my arms. Carmen, please, hold on. I'll get help. Gabriella, please! I need you! My champion. Help her, please! Don't let her die! Gabriella put her arm around my shoulder.
11: I am filled with much remorse, Harry.
4: Okay, yeah, me too. Fill her with life.
11: Alas, my favorite. I have been
4: forbidden. What? Carmen is dying. You need to help her.
7: She cannot. We forbid it.
4: No! If you don't help Carmen, she'll
7: die. You have been disobedient and insolent to us. Did you think there wouldn't be consequences?
4: Gabriella, please! I've done
7: everything you've asked! It's not her choice. We have spoken. If Carmen lives, it will be because of mortal medicine, not our intervention.
4: Carmen took a shotgun blast to the chest. There isn't a lot mortal medicine is going to be able to do for her.
7: So be it. Our decision is final.
4: Is that how it's going to be? Fine. I renounce you both. Take back your gift. I quit. You cannot return the gift.
7: An archangel of the Lord selected you to be her champion. It is impossible to return that gift.
4: I want nothing to do with angels, demons, elder gods, Catholics. I've had it with all of you. Either save her or I walk away. We have spoken. I'm not talking to you, Cherub. I'm talking to Gabriella. Are you going to let this floating baby dictate to you? She cannot... I've never drawn my dagger on an angel before, Cherub. You're the first... Shut the hell up while I talk to Gabriella.
7: Leash your pet, or I will smite him,
4: Gabriella.
11: Harry, please, consider your
4: actions. Either heal Carmen or get out.
11: Think about what you're saying, Harry. You will be a target for every demon you've ever taunted or didn't send to the eternal death.
4: I can handle demons just fine. If you can't help Carmen, I will not help you. Don't come to me to recover your lost toys or to send me on some epic quests. Handle your own cleanup jobs from now on. I renounce you, Gabriella, and I sure as hell renounce the cherubs. Leave my sight. Leave my sight! And so they did. I felt the wounds in my stomach beginning to burn. I heard sirens approaching. The last thing I saw before my sight faded was Carmen's face.
0: Very Strange, Episode 216, All Debts Are Paid, was written and directed by Tony Serechia. All material is copyrighted by Tony Serechia and used with his permission.
6: Hey guys, Tony Serechia here. I uh, want to thank you all for listening every week and for all the feedback and things that you guys have given us. You're the reason we do this. You're the ones who make it all worthwhile. So thank you again to our listeners. A couple other things I want to say before we let Joanne get to the credits. First off, thanks to my lovely wife the woman who is the inspiration and motivation behind all of this. It was her not-so-gentle nudging that got Harry launched in the first place. Secondly, thanks to the entire talent team. These guys come in eight Sundays a year, work hard for six or eight hours a day and um, to put all this entertainment together for you. And remember, they don't get paid for this. Nobody on the team gets paid. It's all done for the love of the art. I also want to thank Sylvia Galan and also say goodbye to her. She gave us two great seasons of Carmen Strega. She did a great job, and we wish her nothing but luck in her future shows and endeavors and work and whatever she decides to do. And then we want to thank Vanessa Schill and Ryan Schill. Vanessa is our designer and PR wench, and Ryan is our webmaster, and both of them put up with many late-night text messages from me to change the website to bright red. What do you think? Or, hey, I need a press release for a newspaper in some country no one's ever heard of. So thanks to you guys for putting up with all that. And finally, of course, the most important thanks we send out is going to be to our listeners. You guys, every review that you write for us, every like you give us on Facebook, every time you share us, that just reaffirms that we're doing things right. You are the connection that makes our circle complete, so we appreciate it. So again, we will be back. We're season three, starting in January of 2013. We're also going to be back Christmas morning with another Christmas in the Strange Verse. So make sure you're listening come Christmas. Um, I'm going to turn things back over to Joanne, and we will see you Christmas morning. Thanks for everything, guys.
0: Featured in tonight's cast were Kellen Stennett, Tish Parmalee, Trisha Groves, Emily Jane, Ray Saltrelli, Parissa Johnston, Katherine Claypool, Craig Johnston, Brian Troxell, Julie Ivey, and Christine Cole. To keep up with the latest news and information on everyone's favorite private investigator, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Harry Strange Radio. Send your questions, comments, and suggestions to producer at harrystrange.com. For comments that may be included on future shows, call the listener hotline at 678-379-8669. That's 678-379-TONY. Harry's opening theme music was written and performed by Lance Hogan and is copyrighted by Lance Hogan and used with his permission. Incidental music and character themes were written and performed by Ryan Lessard and a copyright by Ryan Lessard and used with his permission. Contact Ryan at rlessardmusic at gmail.com. Incidental music was written and performed by Kevin MacLeod and is copyright by Kevin MacLeod and used with his permission. Visit incompetech.com for more of Kevin's music. Nights was performed by The Awkwards. It is written and copyright by Anthony Awkward and used with his permission. The Awkward's are Anthony Awkward, Trevin Widmer, and Michael McCourt. Visit theawkwards.com for more of their music. Our marketing and PR director is Vanessa Schill. Email Vanessa at producer at harrystrange.com For the Harry Strange Radio Drama, I am Joanne Pruden. Good night.
12: You know I need someone to tell me it's alright Someone to fight me against the monsters in Someone who's tough, someone who's bold, someone who's brave, someone to lend a hand who won't just look the other way. The hero always wins in the end, or that's how it goes. He gets the girl, he makes it great, and he rides off on his horse. Well, I'm not a hero, I've got a bow in my steed's dog named Dash girls went next door and I don't think they're coming back. We got the band, we're singing songs and we're gonna rock the night. Gonna call some friends and just let everything be alright. I'll bend back. Someone who's bold, someone who's brave, someone who's who Won't just look the other way We all go wild in crazy, we all get so psyched Some will live and some will laugh, some will get in fights I've seen some fights and I've lived some life and I've had to share our downs. Put it in a box, and lit it up, and pissed it out I'll bend back and forth Well I'll bend back and forth You know I need someone to tell me it's alright Someone to fight with me against monsters in the night Someone who's tough Someone who's bold Someone who's brave, someone to lend a hand, who won't just look the other way.